Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life, welcome to Ball vs. Life. We got a special guest today for a very special episode amongst this COVID madness. We got Al. We had to bring in our resident non-expert, Al. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about covid yeah i'm yeah. an expert man i'm not wiping down any surfaces in my house with any clorox wipes i'm a fucking maniac right now, Wait, i don't know what you, to do you, you were supposed to be our uh borderline playoff team expert uh, but given how the nba season has progressed i don't know if we're gonna get any closure on that on that fucking matter man it, it i mean you never like- know i mean are we are we scheduled to start that up in a month? The NBA at least. Or I don't know, dude. No, just Al, like... <laughs> Al, are you having wishful thinking right now? You think it's gonna come back in a month? <laughs> I mean, Marvin Bagley, that foot. I mean, it could happen in a month, man. I mean, we might have to make that chase soon. Wait, Al, is this a conspiracy that you're just this COVID stuff is just a cover for Mal- Marvin Bagley to heal <laughs> so he can I come mean, back? It's that. I mean. You gotta, you gotta add add all the numbers up, man. How come we didn't get to see my boys cook Zion on live TV? You just never. You Harry know. Giles, right? Harry Giles. Harry, hey, to be fair, Harry Giles looks like he looks like a guy right now. Have you guys seen Harry Giles lately? I didn't lie. It only took like what three fourths of the season. Hey, man, there was a log jam at the four and five. Uh, Rashawn Holmes went out, and he has made the best of his opportunities. I mean, what do you want him to do? He's looking great. It's true. It's true. Harry Giles has looked good. I haven't. I haven't watched close tape on him though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen his stat lines though. He's putting up numbers when he gets minutes. He just needed yeah, some too. some some love from Jabari. You know, a fellow Duke Duke head, just try to you know get some. Some some warm nights, getting some hugs and whatnot, but he's well, I'm just trying drink. to enjoy. Him. I'm trying to enjoy him now before he's like a Charlotte Hornet uh, <laughs> next year or something. So just let me have this time right now with Harry Giles. <laughs> if there's gonna be an NBA season ever again, man, because shit, man, I don't even know what's gonna happen. But dude, uh, I just want to say what really made it. I mean, everything's been real. But what really made it even more real is when the NBA season was suspended. As a sports fan, you're just like, "Holy shit! This is uh, this is this is out of this world right now." So that's when it became real for you, Jack. I mean, for me, the crazy thing is, I'm back in Sacramento, and someone in a nursing home, uh, they passed away. Oh my that nursing god! Home is like two miles away. Holy and, shit! Uh, guess what happened to him, man? So that's the day it became super real. To Wait, me. really? It's always from, been real. From Corona. Yes. What oh my else? god. So, no, I don't know. Fucking right now, man. I don't know. It might be it. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. You, when did you realize it was super real? Um I don't know, man. Like I think when Tom Hanks fucking announced that he, he had it. <laughs> I mean, Tom Hanks is fucking Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump lived through fucking world wars and all this shit, man. And like now he's like in Australia fucking isolating himself. So that's when it when when it hit hit real hit home for me, man. <laughs> I mean, he he was able to survive on an island with a volleyball, dude. I think he'll be okay. Well, we'll, well. see. I mean, with Wilson, with his wife now, <laughs> he's still with Wilson, right? Rita Wilson. <laughs> he'll be, he'll pull through. He'll pull through. 
yeah, thinking but, of you, Tom Hanks. I'm thinking about you, buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Pull through, man. We, yeah. If shit hits the fan for Tom Hanks, that's when I'm going to really seriously reevaluate things, man. Because, yeah, just hearing the news, it was it was a fucking shocker, man. I mean, I'm still shocked right now. I mean, with all the news rolling in of things, like we were just talking about this before we started recording. Like the city of L.A., like the mayor just announced that all like dining restaurants, entertainment, bars, um, just stuff is going to is, is going to be shut down. I mean, you can do some takeout or to go orders, but. I don't know for the foreseeable future. That's that's crazy, man. Dude, like yeah, someone I'm, as someone that can't cook, it's a it's a real nerve wracking thing. I don't know. We'll see. As long as pickup is available, then I, I should be all right. But if that if, if everything closes down, that might be hey, your boy. Al, do you do you have any provisions? Is this a bunch of instant ramen right now for you? Oh uh, yeah, I actually bought like a good amount of ramen. I got some frozen shumas, so I should be. Good. You know the thing about grocery shopping as a as a mid thirties man is that you feel really good about it and you take it home and like you can't eat everything like within seven hours <laughs> so i don't know dude i don't think i'm built for this uh rationing i didn't think about the protein aspect i stocked up on like <coughs> fucking lucky lucky me pancit cantons and like all the all the different variations man i got like the spicy one i got the one with the calamansi flavor and the regular one but I didn't think about the shumai angle, so I don't have any protein with my with my noodles, man. So I'm gonna have to rely on takeout for protein. <laughs> oh man, Thank dude, you, JC. JC was went all bougie today. He went to Shake Shack today, man. Amidst all this, he he had a to go order from Shake Shack. Yeah, man, you Bef- motherfucker. <laughs> Bef- before they shut things down, man, I gotta get my fix. Shake Shack was, you know, I had a nice little uh, a nice little concrete alongside my my uh, my Shack burger. Nice little side Wait, of. Did you just uh, say you had a concrete? What is that? Yeah, a concrete. As who's not a very uh, <laughs> common? No, not common. Very. Uh, I don't well, attend we... Shake Shack very often. So oh man, like we got a studio on concretes. Concretes uh, are like a Shake Shack staple, man. Concretes is frozen custard. <laughs> it's just this. They're like they're. Co- Jack, I'm hearing some coughing, man. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm trying to hide my cough, I'm man. So, <laughs> I'm going to social distance myself. Dude, You're throwing me off my go, Shake Shack story. Go. Yeah, you got to through 5G. <laughs> <laughs> JC, let's go. I got uh, kids, man. <laughs> you guys are just going to end the recording with me right now. <laughs> That was a ball versus life. Uh, the end of our lives here. Just, uh, this this, here is, this uh, might be the last episode for me. Just just overall forever. Life won out, man. Life won out. Yeah, but Al, being the foodie that you are, bro, like I, I'm surprised you don't you haven't heard of Shake Shack Concrete. It's just like their staple. It's just their frozen custard, and they have like uh, specific like I guess whatever creations for every location of shake shack so like wherever you go in new york they have like a special concrete they have the specific bay area concretes so that's what it is man you got to get well as someone as someone who does enjoy who enjoys good food you're right that's why i don't go to shake shack (laughs) (laughs) good thing shake shack's not a sponsor Even though I did think of you, JC, because I went to Manila and they opened up a Shake Shack at BGC and they have some kind of ube milkshake. See? Something. Ooh. They probably know. have like an ube concrete over there, man. Did, did you try it? Did you even try? No, oh, fuck no, dude. I went no. to Din Tai Fung like any normal person would. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, ain't no Din Tai Fong, no DTFs here in uh, San Mateo, the peninsula, Upper Peninsula. So you know, I'm not t- down in as the SGV as you. Dude, I'll tell I'll tell you, being in the SGV with all this COVID madness, I literally walked by Din Tai Fong maybe it was like two days ago. There was nobody there. There was no line. It was crazy. I've never seen Din Tai Fong like that with no line, and that's how yeah, real it is. I mean, like, yeah, to, to kind of turn this into a serious talk, like, a lot of my friends' businesses uh, mm-hmm. that are Asian-owned, they're hurting right now. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, small business, for sure, is getting it up the ass right now. You gotta be creative. Just kind of find ways. Like, I saw something from, like, the Pokemon, uh, the local Poke guy here in the Bay Area, and he was like... Dude, I'm gonna have to open up through like fucking delivery, like fucking DoorDash and shit like that. Cause he didn't want yeah. to have his product do that before, but he was getting screwed big time. So fuck, man. I would imagine Poke, yeah, is not very delivery friendly, seeing as like it's contingent on being fresh, right? Yeah. It's tough. But it's, it's yeah. a new time, man. If you gotta get your Poke fix, you gotta find a way. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm cool with keeping it real. I mean, as much as we joke about this, it's, I mean, overall, the topic is not a joking matter. There's a lot of things. I mean, there's a. I've been like inundated with news and with going sorting through all this stuff about COVID, coronavirus, and I don't. I don't even know how to begin talking about it. Yeah. To be honest, I'm. I'm glad we kind of bring some a lightheartedness to it. But yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to decipher through all of it. I mean, are you educated with all of it, Al, or are you just kind of like going with the flow? <laughs> Um, in terms of just like how it's being spread or I mean I mean for me the only thing I can do is just like socially isolate I suppose yeah. and make sure that I have enough food on stock and you know be cognizant like I've always been a pretty avid hand washer so I think like the only good thing that has come uh, from this is that people are a little more cognizant about their cleanliness um, as they should have been like before this happened so it's nice to see some people hopping on the hand washing train um, but other than that, I mean, just trying to take the necessary precautions, I suppose. Dude, right before all this really kind of took off in the, the U.S. anyways, like JC was grappling with playing basketball or not. And it, as as the news started ramping up, I was like, bro, don't risk it, man. Like, that's not the last thing you should do. Be around other sweaty guys in close contact. And he was, he was grappling with it to the last second, too. Yeah. Like, I well, was I mean, I, for me. I mean, for me, sorry to cut you off. But no. I mean, for me, I was there in Asia when it started to pop up oh. on top of the volcano erupting. And I was like, <laughs> I think this is it, man. I think I'm an honor. And like. I was doing some pretty high risk activities like gambling. Oh. Yeah, like, you know, touching chips is like fucking gross. And so, like, I, I've been gambling up until like a week ago. And, like, even then, like, people at the casinos were like, you know, they had their masks on, but people are still like in really close proximity with one another. So, that's been one of the things I had to give up. It's like Lent, I suppose. But, I mean, you know, it's for the necessary good not to touch fucking dirty ass chips at the oh. casino. Yeah, man, we forgot that you were fucking on the road when shit was just starting with a lot of this. Like, where, where the fuck did you go? Like, were, were you in Japan? Then you hit up Manila? What I went fuck? I went to Japan. It was just cold there. But then, like, when I landed in the Philippines, they were, like, talking about uh, the virus that started off at the, the fish market or the seafood market, I believe, in China. And I was like, oh. And then I think someone was confirmed to have it in the Philippines while I was at fucking Soler Casino. Oh my god! <laughs> Soler Casino is a place where like a lot of Asian people travel to go. You know, so, because the Philippines I think is like one of the few countries in Asia that allows people to gamble. 
Mm. And so I was like, it's it's either that, it's either this volcano that's taking me out, even though like nothing has happened, knock on wood, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, luckily I got out of there in time, and then I moved from SF, which I, I'm aware is like a pretty big hotspot for the, the community spread. So I'm thinking about you, JC. Yeah, man. It's like fucking Resident Evil over here. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but you were in Asia as all of this was happening. Fucking, you were there when the volcano erupted. So I'm sure that was pretty surreal as well. Like, were people spooked? Well, yeah, I mean, I, ha- I, were of you course, spooked? I walked outside and it smelled like sulfur. And I'm like, no, that's not normal. And then, like, flights started to be delayed. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this, man. I'd be stuck here for a while. But luckily, like, nothing was delayed. Mm. I was in touch with a couple of friends that were based there, and it seems like a lot of people, at least the people, maybe I was, my friends are like fucking sociopaths, or they just don't really give a shit about things, but they were just like, well, still, you know, it was, it was more of a nuisance rather than like uh, a natural disaster. I'm sure people were spooked, but like, at least from my experience in the Philippines, people just kind of power through, through a lot of, a lot of BS over there, you know what I mean? I don't know if the coronavirus is actually really spooking them right now. It seems like it is. But, like, at least with the volcano, there was, like, a little bit of a disruption. But then people people had to live, you know what I mean? Well, now they're kind of going through curfews, right? And this this might be, like, a, a run-through for martial law. Well, how do we go from Harry Giles to a very serious talk? I'm sorry to bring this up. We'll go back to Harry Giles. I I feel like this is going to be a theme of our our episode today. It's going to be all over the place. I can't help it, dude. It's on my mind, man. It's just like it's it's permeating through my mind nonstop. Well, for the record, we did want to ask about how the trip went. Yeah, yeah. Like before all of this shit happened, like we were just like, dude, how was the eats over in like Japan and like Manila? Like, is the chicken joy the same as it is here, you know, in California? You know what I mean? But then, Uh, absolutely not. I mean, chicken (laughs) in general in Asia is like it just tastes different because I think they feed the chickens a different kind of uh, a feed. Mm. And so, like, the chickens over there are, like, really small, but they're, like, way more flavorful. I think, like, the fry technique is just different, too. I just think it's crispier. Mm. Um, what, are, what are the other differences? We still don't have the tuna pie, which is fucking ridiculous. Even though um, USA Jollibee's, we got the adobo rice here, but they don't have that over there. Mm. That's a, that's a, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty significant item, I think. Are you a fan of the adobo rice, JC? I am a huge fan of the adobo rice here. <laughs> But the thing is, Jollibee knows that if they're gonna if they're gonna uh, they're gonna serve adobo rice in their like fast food options, they gotta step their game up. Because if you can get it like at some other eatery, you better make sure that your adobo is legit. So I think that's you know that's that's a struggle. I think here uh, competition um, is a little bit you know more spread out. Uh, but there you know. You know, you can go to like a little curinderia in the corner and they might have some bomb ass adobo. So I think from a business perspective, they're like, nah, we good. We'll stick with the say, chicken. Say joy. you're a GM. Say you're a GM of the USA Jollibee and you're making <laughs> a trade. You're like, listen, we're going to trade you adobo rice, but you got to give us the gravy pump. Are you going to make that trade or no? Nah, man. <laughs> That's one of the most unique things about fucking eating chicken in the Philippines, where you got the gravy pump and it's like it's fucking unlimited. I've been, yeah, I've school, been making it rain. On the gravy pump. School yeah. check on the gravy pump, dude. 
fast food in the Philippines, man. KFC, Jollibee, you got gravy wow. all day, dude. So you know what I mean? You can get your, your little two-piece chicken joy with a little rice on the side. Fuck the adobo rice. You can make your own gravy rice with your with your chicken joy. Wait, so you're saying like, you know, there's usually like a station where there's all the condiments? Like, yes. In that station yeah. is a gravy pump and you could yeah. just go at it. You could go to town. Yeah, they don't even have ketchup there, dude. It's like just gravy. Oh, my it's, God. It's nice and warm, too. So it's just like it's perfect, man. So it's horrific, that? Jack. I saw this kid. He legit just made a, fucking, uh, a sea of gravy along with his rice. It was barfed. It was, it was horrible. I don't know. How, how is that operational? Aren't there people bringing like to go bags and filling to go bags up with gravy? Oh, 1000%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they just make more gravy, man. Yeah. Damn. It's like a buffet of gravy. That's how you get coronavirus, though. <laughs> just fucking just bringing their own own rice in plastic bags, straight up putting like gravy over there. Dude, JC was sent sent me this video right before this recording about the wet markets, which is the origins of this coronavirus. It's just like yeah. it's like animals on top of animals, just gravy spilling down from one animal to another, feces oh, and stuff. Hey man, coronavirus has taken a lot of shit from my life already, man. Basketball being one of the biggest ones. Don't take gravy away from me, man. Do not take gravy away from me. Fuck. Um, Wait, do they have the gravy here in the U.S.? USA Jollibees? Fuck no, they have adobo rice here. Oh, they don't have the gravy they, here. They have gravy, but you can't. You can't. Just go to the pump and just like yeah, douse your true. food in it. Like they yeah. know better. They know Americans will take advantage of it. more so than Filipino people will. <laughs> yes. I, I I can't understand. Is that surprising or not that Americans would take more advantage than a third world country? <laughs> oh man, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that on a uh, politics versus life. <laughs> All right, we'll leave that. We'll leave that there. <laughs> We're already treading on really sensitive territory <laughs> talking about the coronavirus here, but we we took a big risk having Al come on for this episode with the coronavirus outbreak. <laughs> I haven't said anything crazy. Yeah, I'm just but... kidding. <laughs> but we, dude, we're we're just about halfway done, so there's still a lot of opportunity to kind of bring up some 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 really uh, some really interesting perspectives. Uh, how was Japan though when you were there? Were they not tripping about coronavirus? Were you just doing um, your typical Japan sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't mean to sound like a dick, but, like, I've been in Japan about six times already, and, like, it's, you know, we, we usually go, my brother and I, for about a week or so, a little over a week, and, like, we, we go through our usual our usual eats. We'll go to uh, get our ramen, get our katsu, get our drink on, more so than we should have this time around. It was pretty fucking crazy. Hey, where were you at in Japan? Uh, you hit so up? We usually stay in Shibuya, so that's uh, pretty central to everything we like. It's next nice. to Shinjuku, um, 30 minutes away from the airport, so it's like, really easy to get in and out. Cool. But like, yeah, in terms of eats, like it, it, it's always good. It's always like the best place in the world, I think, to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, shopping, I mean, it's always top tier. I feel like Japan's always fun. I feel like Japan's one of those places you can literally walk into any restaurant or any eatery, and it's going to be good. Like pretty yeah, decent. It's gonna be solid. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's gonna be solid at least. They don't have adobo rice there, do do they? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have adobo rice there. Do they have a jolly? That's why I went there? to Manila. No, they don't have a jolly bee. I think they're they were rumored to have one a, a couple years ago. I tried to look this up on uh, the internet before I left, and there's a Facebook page I think for Jolly Bee Shibuya, uh, but it just never happened, which mm. is sad. 
That is sad. The Japanese people were like, yeah, we don't need green. Like, can you imagine like a a, a a chicken joy breakfast with like a soft serve egg? Like, forget about Ooh. it. That would be like the ultimate uh, breakfast meal of all time. But it just hasn't oh, happened. Man. That sounds so bomb. I know. Yeah, I have these ideas. I actually really like when like there's like, these chains go to other countries and then they like they obviously like cater to the the, the demo and they like yeah. mix it up a little bit. Oh man, love that shit. Peach That's mango why, pie uh, to, would be, a hit, to me, Hong Kong hit Hong Kong McDonald's is the best because they Ooh. have the seaweed uh, powder over the fries and they have like the matcha McFlurries. That's uh, out of control. Oh man, that sounds so good. Yeah. Hong Kong. Hong. Speaking of Hong Kong, they got eats there too. Oh, thousand percent. So uh, actually, since we're talking about eats, you've been around Asia, bro. So you've been to Taiwan. You've been to yeah. the Philippines, Japan, Hong Kong. We need some sort of like standings here. Oh, scheme. Just kind of see where you're at right now. Because I remember before you were just like, Manila was a little suspect. But it seems like your past couple of experiences, just just going to the Philippines, uh, even outside of Manila, it's been a little, it's been improving. So we need a. Why are you making up shit, JC? Never said Manila. (laughs) Nah, you said it, bro. You said it. I need power why rankings. Are you, why, li- why are you lying on my name on your podcast? <laughs> you're out of control right now. I need power you rankings want- then. Let's. You need power rankings? Yeah. Out of all the Asian countries I've been to? Yeah. To- Tokyo has ranking. to be number one. Like it's, oh. it's just undefeated. Like Everything they do is like impeccable. Number two. This is where it gets kind of dicey. So the Philippines, like they really stepped up like getting all of like every single chain in asia you can imagine like they have it there now like they have this mm. bison which is like um katsu but it's not really a chain in japan but they made it a chain in the philippines mm. and although it's not like as good <laughs> as it is in japan it's still pretty solid but can i really give it to manila just because they house all these good chains yeah maybe i'll go manila too <laughs> wow I'll go HK three. No, I'll, no, I'll go. No, I'll go HK three. Then I'll go. I'll go Taiwan four. Taipei. Damn. Underrated. underrated wow. Yeah, I actually I'm... might. I actually might replace Taiwan with HK. Honestly. Yeah. You know what? Shout out to the underdogs. I'm going with Taiwan over HK. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Oh man, you're gonna you're gonna kill me there. I, I know where I'm at right now, Jack. I'm sorry, dude. I, I, I didn't mean to put the disrespect on time. You guys, you guys are truly one of Asia's kitchens. I, I apologize. Right, thank you. Thank you. I, I'll, I'll take the apology. I'll take the apology. <laughs> I don't know. Going to the SGV, like, just Jack just kind of showing me around the local eats. Like, Taiwanese, yeah. Taiwanese at least street food seems pretty legit man i don't know i would if i would put it over like filipino eats just because it caters to my palate a little bit better but i damn near enjoyed everything that we ate at least you know taiwanese food wise so speaking i thought about you jack actually the other week i went to uh i actually was in your area because i went to la oh and i went to a a pretty famous spot uh newport seafood oh yeah yeah newport seafood's really popular yeah How'd you like what it? Your thought, what, what are your thoughts on it? I honestly have not been to Newport Seafood in years. Um, okay. I, I haven't thought much about it, to be honest. My experience at Newport Seafood was like, it's aight. <laughs> wow. Wow. So there, there's better that, that does that kind of food in your area. Because like, to um, me, like, the lobster noodle was like out of this world. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay, so for me, there's only a couple dishes at Newport Seafood that I really like, lobster noodle being one. But overall, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite restaurant. Um, it's really good though. Like um, when I say meh, it's just more like just as a whole price to um, like just overall dishes. I wouldn't say all the dishes on there are good. Huh. Well, I'll consult with you huh. next time. But I always heard about Newport Seafood. And I went there, and I was I was pretty blown away. So, uh, so for you to tell me that. So some of the water, places like. Well, well, the thing is, I think Newport Seafood is known specifically for lobster. So yeah. people go to Newport Seafood mainly to eat lobster, which is probably what you ordered, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got that. There's, got there's the definitely some comparable places for sure. What, what else did I get there? Everything else was kind of forgettable, honestly. Uh, That's what I'm saying. See. Was the best. You might you might have a point here. You might have a point here. Yeah, if you can remember the other dishes, then overall it's good. But yeah, go there, get the lobster, and you're good. Um, what else did you hit up actually? Since you were around LA area, SGV area. That was like really the only place that like I went to that was new. Um, I I mm. went to Hollywood Park to go gamble, and I won like all my like weekend money like in seven minutes. So I just went to like my usual. Oh. Clothes. I went to I went to Parks Barbecue. Which I think is like the best Korean barbecue. Ooh, it's so good. Right? Yeah, I, I, I yeah. got the prawns and I got the I got the Kobe, and I don't know, out of control to yep. me. Like even Korean people say that. Yeah, I mean the ones I talk to, they say that food in LA is better than food in Seoul. So, I mean, I'll take their word for it. That's I'm what I've heard too. Parks. I've yeah. I've never been to Seoul too, and when they say that, I'm like, really? Wow. Okay. Well, then I feel very privileged to be able to eat, yeah. like in K Town or whatever. Right. South Korea is just taking L's left and right these days, man. <laughs> yeah. Dang, man. Getting trash for their own... This, this is their cuisine, and LA is dominating them? Jeez. It's LA, from their... I think it's because it's because America has a better beef like process than they do, I think. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. The quality of the meat maybe is higher here. I mean, it all comes down to quality of the meat. It's not, it's not even about the marinade or anything like that. It's just quality, because... It, they just have to let the meat shine, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No wet market shit over there. <laughs> we got the the prime, the prime meat. Interesting. You guys eat some at some bougie ass places. Jack didn't even tell me about all these lobster places. We had some hole in the wall <laughs> places. Man. Hey, that's how Taiwanese people roll, man. <laughs> I guess so, man. It's either you hey, go to. Honestly, I, I wish that was me, man. I mean, yeah. I was just only going to like the most known spots. Like, I'm not from SGV, so I mean, if I knew any cutty spots, I definitely would have went. Hey, uh, hit me up next time. Text me. I'll at least give you a rundown of a certain a couple spots that you should go to. Okay, I, I want lobster. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I took you to K Barbecue. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was. Yeah, I, uh, that yeah. place was dope, dude. That place was pretty dope. They yeah. they had a lot of stuff, but I don't know, man. I, I didn't see any Korean people say it's better than Korea, than Seoul Korea barbecue. Though, <laughs> you know what I mean? All I saw were like Taiwanese people in Korean barbecue <laughs> over there. You're hanging out with the wrong crew. You need yeah. to hang out with Taewoo, man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Oh, man, the days where we could literally go out and eat. Those days are pretty much shut down. Right now, <laughs> hey, too soon, bro. Too soon. I, know, man. <laughs> I just want to get some Korean barbecue right now. Oh, man. Are you holed up in Sacramento right now, Al? 
Absolutely, dude. Like, I am, like, a little fearful. Like, I, I, I kind of have, like, this thing where... I, I mean, I read where uh, if you can hold your breath for 15 seconds, you probably don't have it. And I've been doing that, like, on the app. <laughs> Bro, I heard that's a complete sham. <laughs> yeah. I believe it, dude. It's like, I'm, I'm freaking out right now, Jack. I don't like it. I'm completely shacked up right now on a podcast, you know, past the time. T- let me test myself real quick. Just make sure. <laughs> Because Jack coughed yeah. earlier, so <laughs> yeah, they say they say if you can hold your breath for like more than ten seconds and it doesn't burn, you probably don't have it. So inflammation in your lungs. I was like, yeah, I'm, that sounds right. I'm good. I'm letting you guys know now that it's been debunked, <laughs> so you can Let stop doing it. Just feel better about it, Jack. It's I just fun. don't want to put a false information out there. Wet blanket, Jack, right now, fucking like, out how I'm trying to make myself feel better about the it, COVID. It, yeah, man, we just gotta. We, gotta, we have our our own methods of being able to deal with this shit, man. We gotta break our break our hearts dude jc jc was texting me today that he was feeling cabin fever already it hasn't even been that many days dude (laughs) yeah it's been like two days dude i'm here acting like i missed the basketball season the reality is i haven't watched a fucking game all year man hey jc was reveling in the cancel like the the postponement of the season he wants it just to be canceled all of it cancel the season no yeah that's that's the other conspiracy theory i have about the covid they were just tired of the warriors sucking so people got you know together and they're just like listen how do we get the Warriors to stop embarrassing themselves on TV? And they just, you know, could, they concocted this plan. I, mean. I actually made this joke to JC, like, when news broke that, like, the Warriors were going to be the first to play a game, an uh, empty stadium. I was like, that's just a cover for the fact that no fans are going. <laughs> Sadly, that's all true, man. That's all true. I can't wait until October just so that we can just re- re- revamp this whole, this whole season. This season never happened. It's just like that lockout season. Nothing was really gonna happen this season, so might as well just take a nap. Everybody get healthy. Let's uh, let's run it back, dude. We gotta talk about Gobert, dude. <laughs> what do you guys think of the whole Gobert thing? You've seen it, right, Al? Like the it's been gone viral. Him touching all the mics when he didn't know he had it. <laughs> gone viral, pun not intended, right? I, I'm trying to gather my thoughts about it. Like, of course, like what he did was like very reckless, but like. Yeah. This guy is going to get heckled for life. I know. Because of this. And then I heard that him and Donovan Mitchell are not on good terms. Yeah. Um, because of that. And who's to say that Gobert had it first, right? I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot of weird things about about that situation. Like, I feel for him because um, he clearly made a mistake. But, yeah, this is just going to haunt him forever. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I, I guess it's just an education in the fact that, like, there's a lot of people. I mean just not taking it seriously right it's just kind of a joke until so affects somebody like close to you or like someone in within your social network right i think that's kind of sure. what gobert was doing he's just like this shit ain't real yeah man. i mean you're seeing people going to bars right now and they're just like it's not gonna affect me i'm young oh man too, but like you're probably <laughs> you're absolutely in the wrong right now you know you gotta you gotta stay home and make some sacrifices i totally agree with you dude i i think like i think the same thing it's like you can go out and live your regular life and go to bars, but the thing is, sure, you might be able to recover or whatnot, but the whole point of this is so we stop the infection rates so the healthcare system doesn't get overrun. It's not even about like whether you'll recover. It's the fact that the healthcare system is going to get so overrun if we have this, this disease keep on spreading, right? So that's kind of how I look at it. 
flattened the curve. I'm just staying home playing Switch. It's totally fine with me. <laughs> Dude, for all those all day long, I love that shit. Dude, for all those gamers out there, finally you can tell your mom or dad just be like, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is there's an excuse to I'm stay so home and just play games. <laughs> Light years ahead, right, in terms of being yeah. able to just kind of adapt to the new world. I don't know. I mean, Gobert, like, I mean, it was a perfect storm. Like what you guys said, like, I don't know. He he didn't take it seriously. It just was, it was just a, a bad decision. But someone's got to be a goat, right? Like, someone's got to take that first L to take it for everybody. So, I don't know. It's I, just... I mean, on the basketball tip, how are you feeling, Jack? Because this is kind of like a season robbed for the Lakers, right? I know. I'm so bummed, man. Like, I... As the news roll in, I was like, oh, I hope it comes back in 30 days. But I don't think the NBA is going to come back until June. They're saying it's not going to come back till June. And probably the season is just going to start into the playoffs. If not, like maybe a couple games just to have the NBA players warm up to the playoffs. I mean, it sucks for, for you, Al. But speaking about the Lakers, it's a total bummer. I mean, with the Kobe tragedy, it's just a weird year, dude. Like the Kobe tragedy and then this, it's I don't even know how to even place it in my mind, to be honest. Like... It, real talk it's it's been a terrible year like aside from the lakers doing well just all this stuff is just it's wild i don't even know how to to really respond to it logistically how is that gonna work out though if they push it out to june and they start the playoffs the playoffs generally takes about what a month or two yeah so that'll push it all the way back to what august well word is that this next season is gonna start later probably in like I don't know December if not next year. It's it's a wild situation. They say like that a lot of this might expedite the process of doing a midseason tournament and shortening the season just in general as a whole. But of course, there's a lot that goes to it. Like the you know the collective bargaining agreement needs to be like talked over. But this might push forward a lot of these things that they wanted to implement already that we were talking about throughout the season, right? Like because ratings are down, dude. Like, they want to change things up. Mid-season tournament, whatever, whatever. I don't know. We'll see. It could be a very different NBA coming up soon. I mean, I've heard about folks uh, sort of advocating for the season to start uh, maybe around Christmas time. Just because partly why the ratings were down. I mean, there are lots of reasons. But, like, competing against the NFL is, is really tough, right? So, as the NFL season kind of winds down to the playoffs, starting the season, you know... A little bit later might be beneficial just for the NBA to have more eyes to the league and at least kind of pushing it down. So I guess that's that could work. But like with the Olympics coming up, like I don't even know when the Olympics are. Like what? How? July, August? Like how the fuck is it going to work? Like what? LeBron's going to skip the Olympics? Like how is it going? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's a mess. It's a freaking mess, man. They'll probably like... Yeah, if LeBron's in the finals, I guess Harry Giles and some <laughs> bars are going to be free, so maybe they can play in Team USA for the Olympics, something like that. That's an automatic gold medal, honestly. <laughs> Harry Giles seems like, like a player. He passes, he's smart, has a nice little like wing jumper. Stop it, he'd be incredible. Al was Al's been on the Harry Giles train since before the beginning of the season. I think I think last year we we recorded an episode and you were on the Harry Giles train. You're like, watch out, young super yeah, team. Want to talk remember? About... All right, go ahead. <laughs> young super team. Remember last time? Young super team. However, <laughs> if there's an off season like immediately. I I got some trade some trade uh, scenarios for you guys. 
Do it. I just, I, I just think we got to get rid of Bagley already, though. <laughs> really? You guys shouldn't have drafted him in the first place. Jesus. Well, no shit. No shit, JC. <laughs> no shit. Okay, what are here's, the packages my, you thinking about? Bagley here's my Luka? here's my trade. Who says no here? All right. I drive Marvin Bagley, Bogey, and Buddy to the airport. I pick up from the airport. Bradley Beal, give me Rui, and I want Bertans. You think they say no? Does the money work? I don't care. I'll, I'll, t- <laughs> Sorry, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. The only way that trade works is if you take John Wall back. Yeah, there you go. The Washington Wizards are not going to dump Beal without getting rid of Wall. That's the price. We have a better John Wall, Jack. I can't do that for you, baby. I can't do that. I know, but I'm saying, you like, if you want Beal, John Wall, right now. <laughs> if you want Beal, that's the price, man. You got to eat John Wall's contract. <laughs> John Wall as the backup? He's better than Corey Joseph. (laughs) I don't know, man. Kojo plays some solid defense, but anytime he shoots a three. So here's the fucked up thing. This is the first year um, ever that I got season tickets to watch the Kings. Oh, brutal, bro. (laughs) Just because I got so pumped last year. I was like, we're going to be fucking good. And, And that first two months... I, I just wanted to jump off the bridge. I was so sick. It was the 0 and 5. And then, like, they were getting beat by, like, the Knicks and, like, the Magic and the Hornets. And I, I, I don't know. I was just, I was just sick. And, and these past couple weeks, like, the Kings have been playing, like, I think, like, statistically, like, the third or fourth best basketball in the league, like, yeah. record wise. They've been looking pretty good. What changed? Happens. What changed? Why were they playing better? Uh, they sent Buddy Heel to the bench. <laughs> I thought you were saying he's generational talent. Generational. He is a generational shooter, but he can do that from uh, the, the bench. You know what I mean? That's fine. Do it against the second string point guard. That's totally fine with me. You can jack up nine threes all you want. What's what's wrong with his game? Is it more defensively? What's, why is he being demoted to the bench? I think it's because they want him to be a ball handler, but if you've seen mm. Buddy healed extensively, like you know mm-hmm. he can't dribble more than three times without just coughing it up. Like he's ridiculous. Mm. Um, his IQ is not very good. Like he'll mm. just throw the ball willy nilly. There's at least one or two like possessions where he'll just throw it to the other team for no like explainable reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he has this tendency to just like compound on a bad play, like. If he'll turn it over, he's just going to foul immediately like it's like in the act of shooting. He just has that kind of like, uh, they call it like tilt in poker. Like if you're just yeah. like emotionally bad, you just play on tilt and like he's just so susceptible to it. That's like the whole Warriors team right now. Yeah. Let's not talk Jordan about Poole, the by the way. Jordan Poole tried to step under, um, who, who was it? You don't even I remember. Say, no, it, it was someone vital, and I, I called JC, and I was like, "Jordan Poole should be banned from the league." Because, <laughs> this is trying real. to step this under uh, some, Oh, he, he stepped under. Um, fuck, it's gonna kill me. But he stepped, <laughs> he stepped under a Sacramento Kings player in the act of a jump shot. Fucking almost collided him. And oh. <laughs> he thought uh, Vladi was I mean, playing out there, man. You would have been happy if he did it for Vladi. I mean, I mean, it's the mark of a warrior, though, with Zaza. I mean, that's what the Warriors do, right? <laughs> I told him like he's 19 years old. You know what I mean? Like, what do you expect? You know what I mean? Like Jordan. Poole I don't know. Some know respect happening. for the game. So, some <laughs> respect. Uh, I don't know. 
JC's gonna defend his boys until the end. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm jumping ship with the Warriors. <laughs> like I didn't. I told you I haven't been watching any games. It's just like as a as a basketball purist, it was painful to watch all of the all of the games, man. Like we were throwing G. Like we had Juan Toscano Anderson fucking starting for us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk about John Wall's albatross contract. We have Andrew Wiggins now. Although Wig has been playing a little bit better, man. He's up there with with John Wall in terms of those albatross contracts. Well, at least Wiggins is not injury guys, prone. Though, right? That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. Maybe we'll take Buddy and, work, and Marvin Bagley. You don't think it's going to work? I think it's going to uh, work. I think it's going to work, actually. Uh, yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I was telling Jack that, you know, Wig... Uh, you know, if you put him as like a number three or number four, that's a pretty good number three or number four, and he he definitely can score. But we need a lot of help, man. We need a lot of we need more help than what the Kings have at least right now without Steph and Clay. You know what I mean? So I don't even want to start that conversation. What uh, do you think the Kings should do, Al? Like, I mean, you did have the fantasy scenario of trading Bagley for Beal, but. Do you really feel like you should go off Beal now? I mean, uh, Bagley? I, I I just think he's haunted by the Luka thing. Mm. And I, I think it's a wrap. I mean, like, there's flashes of, like, Bagley being good. And for sure, like, I'm rooting for that guy to be incredible. But, I mean, if you can pair up De'Aaron Fox and, and Bradley Beal, it's pretty good. And you have yeah. Bogdan off the bench. Even though I'd be open to trading him, too, because he's a little inconsistent. If you mm. give me Rui... Like on top of that, I think I I think I would do that. But like, if that's off the table, I just think we have to play more games. Like, I think De'Aaron Fox is like really turning into into someone special. Yeah, I agree. More special than Luca. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Who's to say? No, I'm just I'm if, just saying. If, that if, was the reason. if De'Aaron Fox can shoot like eighty percent from the free throw line and I don't know, step up his scoring a little more. He's not going to be as good as Luca, I don't think. His ceiling's not that high, but I don't think it's like uh, he's not blowing De'Aaron Fox out the water if that happens. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do see what you mean, though. It's just like sometimes you just got to press reset, like you know. Then if it didn't work, I don't know if Vladi has the balls though to be able to kind of say, you know what, I fucked up. Let's let's blow it up. He might have to go first before they make any of these moves. Well, he did say that if the Kings don't get better in two years, he'll leave. So we'll see if he's a man of his word. Dude, it's been three years since he said that thing. <laughs> I don't think it's been three. But anyway, they were, they're were they still in the race. I mean, they were still in the race. I think <laughs> Memphis would have held up. I mean, I think their schedule is pretty tough. But, I mean, at least they were in there. I mean, the Kings had some a lot of unfortunate things happen. Fox was hurt for a couple of weeks, right? He had a really bad ankle sprain, so the the engine starts with Fox. If he gets hurt, everything falls apart. I mean, they had a rough start to the season, but that that was to be expected just because coaching changes aren't that easy. Like, it takes a while to get adjusted to a new coach, a new system. So I, I wouldn't put it all on, you know, like the team. It's just the, 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 the set of events that placed. Um, I think if they came back with, um, was it, what was the past coach? Yoger? Yoger? Jaeger, Dave Jaeger. Jaeger? Yeah, Jaeger. Like, yeah. you guys actually probably would have had some more continuity. It just took takes time to get get good under a new coach, dude. It really does. I'm under the belief, too. I'm under the belief that if De'Aaron Fox wasn't out for 21 games, we'd be in the seventh seed. I can see you guys at the eighth. Yeah. What's, what's the, who's the seventh seed right now? Uh, Shoot. The Mavericks. Mavericks? I think. 
I, I, I see you guys at the eighth seed. With Fox know, healthy. I think, we're, I think we're better than the fucking Grizzlies, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You guys would be the eighth seed. Yeah. This, this was the season to actually make that run. You're right. That's true. Yeah, with next year with the Warriors getting back in, I don't know who falls out. I don't know if uh, OKC trades Chris Paul. I don't think they do. He's looking incredible after yeah. being a vegan. <laughs> I don't know who drops out. It's tough. The are you? Are you? As maybe. Are you gonna? Are you gonna renew your season tickets next year? <laughs> no, fuck no, dude. It's it's, it's been. Like, I think I saw like three really good games. I was there for the Raptors game. Uh, a couple days ago, we got a uh, sweet tickets, which was pretty incredible, and they played the Raptors pretty well, even though they lost. But I mean, like, mm. cost to like enjoyment. It's like it, it hasn't really panned out for me, honestly. I, I was at the Boston game, uh, where Buddy hit like nine threes, and that was like Ooh. surreal. Um, and then uh, they won on the last second. I think uh, Morris miss, but other than that, I've seen them get beat by the Timberwolves. I've seen them get Kevin <laughs> Booker. Like it, I don't know, it just wasn't that great. Even though, I mean, for sure next year, uh, I'll be attending my fair share of games. Are you sold? Are you sold on Luke Walton? Uh, That's a no. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I li- I liked Jaeger, man. I liked Jaeger, even though I... Luke's Luke's trying to figure it out with the rotations. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. Alex Len's been looking pretty good. Surprisingly, surprisingly, he's been looking good. I'm not a big he's fan like of Alex a, Len. You're not? He's like a quintessential king, man. He's just like a tall white guy. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> is he better than Spencer Hawes, you think? Oh, a thousand percent. Fuck Spencer <laughs> Hawes. Is he Spencer, Spencer Hawes? Hawes? yourself. Brad Miller? Oh, no, man. What's his ceiling? Oh, oh Brad Miller is Brad Miller's a goat, dude. Brad Miller yeah, Bra- is jersey retired. Brad Miller is a king's classic, dude. <laughs> He still goes to the games, man. He fucking loves Sacramento. Um, wow. Brad Miller can shoot threes, but I, I saw Alex Len have like six blocks against the Pistons, and that was like an out-of-body experience. That's the stuff I have to fucking hang my hat on is Alex Len. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lottery pick. He better he, he better show some promise, man. But uh, him and Bazemore have been dogs for us. I hope they like Sacramento enough to resign if we offer him a contract. Oh, Basemore a, was a good pickup, actually. Really good. I was pickup. also gonna say it's yeah. probably Basemore coming in, um, yeah. in place of Trevor Ariza because Trevor Ariza was a oh. piece of trash for the Kings. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I like Trevor Ariza, but I think he's at a point in his career he's really not that gonna be effective out there. You know, I like Trevor Ariza in two thousand eight. You know? That's what I'm saying. He was he was great, dude. In two thousand eight, it's a great three and D player, but in twenty twenty, woof, that guy sucked. More and more, though, that Brad- Bradley Beal trade that you presented actually seems to be, like, a, a key. Like, if they can somehow pull that off, make it work out, that might actually really propel the Kings to, you know... I, I mean, the Kings certainty. have fleeced the Warriors... Or not the Warriors, the Wizards before. We got Mitch Richmond for Chris Webber. Let's just make it part two uh, 26 sure. years later, you know? Why not? <laughs> Let's fucking do it. I want I, Rui, though, man. I think, I think Rui's going to be, like, a... a a guy, he looks so good. I like. I just like his whole, whole overall demeanor, man. He's like, yeah. It, it... Go ahead. It, wasn't he projected to be like uh, Kawhi Leonard in the the pre draft process? Like, wasn't Greg Anthony or someone like, that, <laughs> like comparing him to to Kawhi? 
he has been like again that's the problem with these comparisons is like the expectations are sky high whenever these they do these comparisons Ruiz is a solid player I was actually pleasantly surprised to see how he plays he plays hard he's solid he, he doesn't seem to be too much of like a, a dumbass when he's playing or out there he's just you know he's solid man. he's smooth man he has good IQ like his scoring is like really efficient if he can like pick up like the defense like Kawhi then yeah forget about it he's gonna be like incredible but I would do Bagley for Ruiz straight up, honestly. Wow. Wow. I'm That's high, I'm high on the Hashimura, dude. Let's get wow. it. Wow. I, I, Bagley has a good, has a decent skill set, man. That's that's actually really surprising that you say that. I, I think they're comparable. Uh, so I, I guess what you're saying is like since they have comparable skill sets, I mean, it's it's not a bad trade. Give me the Bagley. smarter guy, man. Give me the smarter guy. Yeah. Bagley's definitely got more athleticism, hands down. Right? Yeah, don't yeah, sleep on Ruiz away, though. though. Ruiz, yeah. Seems, yeah, don't sleep on Ruiz's athleticism. He's got, he's got pretty good length and he can move. And that guy reps Japan hard. Hell yeah, man! Great, great eating country. Great basketball player. I want that guy real bad. Sorry, Marvin Bagley. You can make <laughs> you know more rap albums on SoundCloud. Do whatever you want. Improve your fucking double jump. I don't give a shit. Get out. <laughs> Let me get Ruiz. It's totally fine. Funny how this whole episode we started off really hyping Harry Giles, and he's not even part of this conversation as the next Kings squad. If you give me Harry Giles and Ruby in my front court, <laughs> we're gonna make the fucking fifth seed. Are you kidding me? It's gonna be so good. I'm glad this is all being recorded. It's gonna be etched in stone. <laughs> but you know what? We should, I should have done. I should have listened back to the last episode Al was on just to go by all Please the don't. things that he said. I said the Lakers were going to make the playoffs. I was talking all kinds of wild shit. I mean, this guy bought season tickets this year, so it tells you all, all that he thought about it. <laughs> this is the hope that I had for the Kings this year. And, I mean, I'm not wrong yet. It, I mean, they could have made the playoffs. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they, before the season started, they had a legit chance. I mean, the, the, if the season picks up again, they still have a chance. Because I don't think the the Pelicans. What do you think of Zion? By the way, you th- he's great, but I think he's gonna be out of the league like in five or six years. He like just Inj- plays way too hard. Yeah. Injury, yeah. Once once they said like they were working on him like learning how to run properly, I was like, it's not gonna last very long. <laughs> but he's incredible. He guys- looks great for someone who plays who, who's six six. Like it's it's kind of like a sight to see, but I don't see it lasting very long. He's going the Derrick Rose route. Too much Even Derrick Rose said that part of the reason he was he got major injuries was because he was too heavy. Yeah, I can see it. That guy was explosive, dude. I, Derrick Rose, I, I think he's more explosive than Zion, man. Or like an Amari Stoudemire where like a lot of his I game mean, was like predicated on his athleticism and then all of a sudden those knees went. Yeah. I, I could see it happening. Yeah. I don't, I don't want Look it to, Blake. but I mean. Oh, yeah. Blake, Blake same thing. Yeah. One. Like all of these like hyper athletic folks. Like in order for you to keep it, you gotta be like Zach Levine, where you're like a stick, you know what I mean? Zebo. Zebo had old school game, dude. Yeah, that guy played for like forty seven years, man. Great yeah, game, by the way. Great game, Zach Randolph. <laughs> Missed that guy. He 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 never jumped more than five inches, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he could he could get buckets. He didn't have to. Do you send me Jack sent me this uh, classic Zebo clip when he was still with the Kings, and he was talking to to Boogie. He was Bullies like, get bullied. Oh from. my god! Yeah, what a, what a yeah, oh, oh, that was so classic, and that's to Boogie too. 
Were they teammates? Did they play with each other for a while? Um, I don't know, did Zebo play with Boogie? I want to say cool. no. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, where I'm from, Bullies Get Bullied is like an all time Kings classic. I love that shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Given the season, we had to go back to Zebo highlights to really find a silver lighting to the season. Hopefully, the season does continue just to kind of see where, where things would fall. fall fall into but i don't know man if they push it to june they, they might just go straight to playoffs you're gonna see ja and uh, lebron matching up you know what i mean that's not a good that's a good play? matchup who would you rather play between the kings and the the grizzlies jack not that it matters really but who would you rather play i rather play the grizzlies i, I think fox is more dangerous than Jaw and and I love Jaw. I think Jaw's great, but I think overall, I think the Kings have a have a stronger team actually than um than the Grizzlies when healthy. When healthy, if if the Kings got completely healthy, I think they're a more dangerous team. I think we take you to six, and that's why I kind of want the season to to continue. And I think there's one more game against the Warriors, and uh, I'm always up for that right now. It's always so fucking <laughs> fun to watch the Kings play the Warriors these days. <laughs> Are you guys super bummed that there's just going to be no sports for the foreseeable future? Like, none. There's going to be no, absolutely no sports. Baseball is postponed, right? Um, everything else is. I don't know what else sport, What other sports you guys watch. I don't know if bummed is the word, but it's like, what, what can you do about it, you know? You just got to fill your time yeah. with other shit. So I don't think I'm sad yeah. about it. It's just the time that we're living in, man. You just got to have to adapt. Actually, for virtual pros... Is wrestling, like, are they still going on with their live events? Okay, so wrestling is such a carny business that they have not called off whether or not they should hold an event that has 65,000 people because wrestling are is, you like, serious? so fucking backwards. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, They're my like, God. They still might do it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's in Florida, too, so, I mean, you know how that goes. Um, yeah, so the big event, WrestleMania, is still up in the air, which is pretty incredible given uh, the circumstances. Dude, there's um, no way they're going to go through that with uh, that. No uh, way. Other states where they're like, you can't have gatherings of more than 50 people. You can't do that. I know. But Vince McMahon is like, I don't know, man. We can still pack 50,000 people, and people can't even fucking fly right now. So I don't know what they're doing. I know. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. The things I'm a fan of, Jack, let me tell you. It's... It's not going to happen. Wait, I thought um, some of these big wrestling events are going without a crowd already. Like, they're televising. They're going to televise them, but they're gonna be, there's going to be no crowd. Is it, am, I, am I getting that wrong? You, no, you're right. But, I mean, like, a, a, a event attendance is not very high right now. And so, like, for them to, like, run these empty shows is, like, not that big of a deal. Like, they have their own, like, yeah. TV studio. So, it's pretty convenient oh. for them. Mm, mm. I see. That's wild, though, that the fact that they still have up in the air... That they might they want to do the event a yeah. sixty five thousand seater yeah rest, wrestling wrestling is fucking brain dead it's, it's sad but I love it <laughs> the energy must be so fucking wild though like you know the prospect of like playing an NBA game without an audience like was just already crazy I can't imagine wrestling because like that's like 
That they is, feed off the energy. Yeah, exactly. That's like eighty percent of the thing. They're it's all the sh- so it's much- it's literally yeah. showmanship for the crowd. Yeah. Like an NBA game, yeah, you could say like the fans drive it, but they're they're playing. They would. It's like us playing pickup ball. Like we still are intense about it. Always try to be competitive. But for wrestling, it's like you do that shit for the crowd, man. Yeah, it's like having like a like Hamilton for nobody essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's like Rory <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the price is right without freaking an audience exactly. can you just imagine like wrestling with no crowd and there's just no crowd cheering or jeering it would, wouldn't that be weird it'd be pretty bizarre to watch i think actually i want i want to watch an if they if that does happen i'm gonna watch it just <laughs> just to see it. okay please yeah write, it's wild please write into my show if that happens jack <laughs> okay <laughs> sure you. i will I appreciate i'll it. give you my rundown Personally, I'm pretty bummed. If I can't play sports and I can't watch sports, then like, fuck, man, what's the point? Like, just watch Disney Plus, like <laughs> Netflix, YouTube. There's only so much that's gonna run out. You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how I are you guys feeling your time? You go first. Like, I'm watching like freaking pandemic movies. I watch Contagion. <laughs> I watch Outbreak. Like, I shit you not. I've been watching. Well, and you and you complain that you can't sleep, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look at the worst case scenario, man. I'm trying to really see what you know what happens. You know, if if, if shit really hits the fan, I want to know what to do. You know what I mean? So that's how I've been. And obviously, spending time with the kids <laughs> that actually takes a lot of time. But I'm telling you, man. Like there are lots of parents out there that really loathe the fact that they have. I mean, and everybody loves their kids. Let's just put it out there. But it's just like taking care of kids like twenty four seven is like. It's fucking bonkers, man. So, you know. Yeah, bro. You're you're messaging me that you have cabin fever. Yeah. Like, the fact that you can't go out and do shit with the kids, that's like, you know, it's just a recipe for disaster. They need an outlet for their energy. So. JC sent me a pic today of his son holding his foot. And he's saying he's gripping my foot, taking a shit. Yeah. (laughs) My, My son literally was grabbing my foot as he was trying to pump one out dude his <laughs> face he was so concentrated bro like he was it was hyper focus hey man so i know the feeling he listens <laughs> to this 21 years down the line man <laughs> i have photos to prove it it was so wild this is the kind of sh- like yeah this is i think i think you wrote in your in your uh, caption of the photo like day one <laughs> covid <laughs> like i don't know yeah, I, I put like hashtag like uh what do you call that social social dis uh social distancing whatever 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 we're doing right now. <laughs> so yeah, it's just I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can handle like eight weeks of this kind of. Stuff. <laughs> so we shall see. I guess within two weeks, whether or not we record once again, we'll see where where everybody's heads at. But hey, maybe maybe we'll record more. We got nothing else to do. Yeah. This is actually a public service, what we're doing right now by recording, because people will just, you know, they'll get desperate to find stuff to, to, to listen hey, that, to. Hey, that's our only hope of growing our audience, is <laughs> for COVID, for everyone to stay at home looking for content. That's the only way we can grow our audience. <laughs> Everybody can't play ball. Might as well talk to guys talking about missing ball or, in, you, know, you know, food power rankings. You know how they that meme is coming through where everybody was just like talking about like you know bowling as like the new thing and everybody was getting hyped about that. Now we can just talk about Asia comparisons and whatnot. 
What are you gonna? What are you up to, Al? Before we end this episode, what are you gonna do for the next couple of weeks? You're not gonna share, uh, Jack. You're not gonna go second. Uh, I'm. I'm actually in the midst of moving, so I've actually been busy packing. Oh, it's geez. not the best time to move, but it, it just it, it's how not it worked the best out. Best time to live, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is it, <laughs> dude. You know what's funny about this, Jack? Is I thought of you because I was listening to an earlier episode of Ball vs. Life, and JC was talking about how you have like no material possessions. And, I don't. Not much. And when I was moving and I was packing like my ninth box of shirts, I was like, <laughs> Jack has it figured out. And so I did think about you recently as well. Um, in terms of what I've been doing, um, yeah, <laughs> it's a terrible time to do it. And this is the first time I've like talked about it publicly, but I'm, I'm low key trying to like start like a resale thing with old vintage clothing. Oh. And so I've just been like shopping online and like I was going to Goodwills and stuff and trying to find like really good deals. Um, but that is kind of grunted to a halt. And so for the most part, I've just been like on a lot of like resale sites and just like looking for like little pieces that I think like would fit into like uh, this store that I'm envisioning. So kind of a weird time, but I'm trying to keep busy. Also playing video games. Bro, online, online business is going to be booming. So maybe yeah. this is the best time as long as you have inventory i guess but the problem is you don't have inventory right i have a little bit of inventory but it's not as Uh like it's not as much as i want and like the way that i'm trying to curate this thing is like it's kind of painstaking so i don't know Mm. i'm trying to find a balance between like having a good amount of things to sell and like things that i can put my name behind those things you know one thing i understand about you and jc is like you guys know your shit when it comes to just i don't don't know stuff stuff, (laughs) shoes um vintage clothes or just you guys are like urban wear you guys know your urban wear stuff i'll just say that much thanks for giving us credit man we know more than just urban wear. <laughs> well yeah i mean i'll know look like records I, and like yeah I, i'm not from that world you know what i mean <laughs> no it's no, cool i wish yeah. there was a balance between me and you jack where like i can just have like a little bit of these things and not like i'm looking at like a box of like 10 toys from japan right now and i'm like you know, the intent is to sell it, but the fact that I'm hoarding these things instead of, like, <laughs> bottled water and, like, hand sanitizer, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> I got you an inventory, Al. I got a, I got pieces. If you really are struggling, I don't know what you're trying to do, but you know me. I'm I'm hoarding more than just toilet paper. Yeah, but you don't want to sell, JC. You're, you're the type to hoard for the archive. For me, like, I'm, I'm a balance between, like having like a nice archive and like just bouncing shit i don't know it's a it's a new it's a new life these days man so i'm gonna have to reevaluate i'm gonna need to have to clear up some space for like some hand sanitizer and and like diapers that's and good stuff like man that. that's so, good so. Well, al for you is is it really about making money or the joy of treasure treasure hunting and like flipping it for money like what's What's like really drives you? It's kind of I need to talk to your fiance about this. Maybe she can have me on her podcast about fucking like my life crisis right now with what I want to do. <laughs> you need a life coach, bro. <laughs> I think I might need a life coach right now. Oh, it's half. I mean, like there is a definite joy in like hunting for these things, but like I also feel like I have a pretty good grasp of like what can make me like money mm. um, right now. And so, like, if I could just have this day of, like, hunting for shit and, like, being able to pay my cell phone bill and being able to go out and being able to pay a mortgage, I think it would be, like, a great balance. You should have a podcast just dedicated to you telling stories of how you interact with uh, your potential customers 
<laughs> how JC how idiotic they can how be. JC and how JC was there for one of them in a fucking parking lot yeah. in Newark. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was uh, it was a very interesting encounter. It was a uh, it was it was it was pretty much a child <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, risking his life for a pair of uh, I don't even know what they what what he wanted, but. Yeah, there's definitely a treasure trove of stories in terms of those interactions, man. Yeah, it's you don't even weird. have to meet these people in face to face. There's just a lot of crazy people. A lot of crazy people do crazy shit out there, man, for for stuff. But it's the hunt, like what you said. The hunt is, you know, that's part of the appeal, man. That's part of my hoarding mentality. Unfortunately, it's like it's I'm just, not. Yeah. I'm not going to be the guy that was in the New York Times hoarding hand sanitizer, and now he can't. Oh man, it. I saw that article. I that read guy, that article. That guy should be shot. No doubt about it. I'm yeah. just trying to find like old polo sport, and like I'm trying to like that. <laughs> Michael Jordan cologne. Yeah, Michael <laughs> cologne is fine. That's totally cool as well. But we'll see. Yeah, I guess with that said, I, I mean, I I think it's dope. I think if you're if you're gonna create the your website or start start some uh start something i think it's gonna be dope look at us breaking news man i feel like woj (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i hope it works out i i have always heard like you're never supposed to you're never supposed to talk about your goals outwardly because then you think you've accomplished something but ball versus life you guys are friends so (laughs) all right let me refer you to christine i think you do need to talk to a life coach never (laughs) never talk about your goals what fucking fucking podcast are you listening to it's a a podcast called life man it's like how people are like you know i'm thinking about going on the atkins diet and they just never fucking do it it's just like that kind of mentality I don't know if, if the gross if if they don't hike up the inventory of these freaking uh, supermarkets, we're all gonna be starving pretty soon. So, see what happens. Yeah, we've got some toys to look at. Best of luck, dude. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, best of luck. Yeah, like that's that sounds dope, and you know we're here to support you, whatever you do. Oh, I appreciate you guys. I mean, we'll end up we'll end this episode just you know with the general message of like everyone stay safe. You know, uh, the social distancing period and let's, we'll get through it together. You know, like just don't do anything stupid and out of panic because that doesn't help anyone. You know, like whether it's, you know, going out when you're not supposed to or hoarding a bunch of stuff, which you shouldn't be hoarding. Uh, we're all in it together. So yeah, we'll, we'll pull through, right? We'll continue recording these episodes that mean nothing to, to the public for entertainment purposes. It's entertainment. We're keeping you guys company as we all go through this fucking wild time in life right now who would have thought that we would be living through a freaking pandemic holy shit guys it's a dream man we'll <laughs> wait we'll wake up and the the kings will be the the seventh seed <laughs> hey man dream bigger dude dream bigger <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad the- wait, wait but the thing is al just said you shouldn't talk about your dreams and <laughs> you said dream bigger. <laughs> yeah, dream bigger at least with the kings man come on <laughs> All right, well, let's just end it, Al. Um, you can find Al Virtual Pros. Anything else, Al? <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at VRTL Pros. Um, check in on your elderly neighbors; they might need you. <laughs> and uh, wash those hands thoroughly. Under the nails, it benefits everybody. Perfect, man. You can fo- follow us on Ball versus Life uh, official on IG and shoot us an email, Ball versus Life at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and yeah, we'll catch you guys on the next episode, which might be sooner, who knows, with all this craziness. Peace. Peace.